you'll come back to that place of truth, that place of light, that place of fun and excitement about what it is that you're creating. Because when you're creating business, a business, sometimes it can feel really hard and heavy. But I think that process is the one that's going to lead you to that place of more enlightenment in your business. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Asia Kennedy. Hello everyone and welcome again to Brilliant Misfits. So thrilled that you're tuning in. I'm absolutely loving interviewing these amazing women and each one has this wonderful creativity that runs through whatever they're doing. And I've interviewed women who are in online businesses, entrepreneurs, um, artists, yoga teachers, wellness coaches, and each one has this wonderful creativity that comes through when they're doing it their way. And today is no different. I'm inviting and so thrilled to have a guest on the show who is really, to me, super creative in what she's creating in her business. And her name is Melanie Middings. And Melanie is a business mentor and the founder and host of the Soul Lounge for Entrepreneurs, which is a Facebook group, I believe. So I don't think it's anything else than that. But anyway, welcome, Melanie. You can tell us about that. Thank you, Aisha. It's so wonderful to be with you here. I'm honored to be on your show. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So let's jump into the Soul Lounge for Entrepreneurs because it's a great name. And um, I think it was a bit of a journey for you, the Soul Lounge, because it was something else and then it sort of transformed in your creative way. So do you want to describe that for us? Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, the Soul Lounge for Entrepreneurs is actually turning into a huge uh, catalyst for what I believe in and what my work is all about, actually. And um, I would say that it, it actually was birthed probably about three years ago in a very different format um, when I was actually in a more therapeutic um, realm where I was actually helping people in clinics with my psychosomatic therapy. And I always saw it as a place where people could actually come and have conversations about themselves to learn more about who they are and, you know, um, develop themselves from that place. And I guess, you know, then I turned more into the online world and have become a business mentor now. And, you know, I've built my business on Facebook. So, you know, having a Facebook group was sort of part of that picture. And when I first created my Facebook group, I, um, I don't know, I wasn't necessarily very inspired by it. Like I didn't, couldn't think of, it just sort of felt like everybody else's group in a way. And I wanted to make it something different, but it always got put to the, to the side a little bit while I was doing all my other business development type things. And um, probably, well, it was this year, earlier this year, I did go through a bit of a burnout in terms of, you know, all the things that I was offering my clients and, you know, doing things that weren't really in alignment with myself. And it was a pretty terrible kind of time because, you know, everything had to stop. It was forced to stop. Um, So that brings up a lot of stuff. But it actually also forced me to really 
connect with my why. What was it that I wanted to create for myself? But what did I want to create? What type of community did I want to create for the people that were in it? You know, so there's that um, flow of energy between myself and and through them. And that's when the Soul Lounge for Entrepreneurs really uh, took a new format in terms of, you know, profiling people that were in the community and other entrepreneurs that I've met on my travels and online and all sorts of places. Um, just to make sure, well, more so because I want, I believe that everybody's here to do something so special, like every single person on this planet. And to actually allow a space for that wisdom to shine out, uh, particularly in those first instances as people are building their businesses, uh, just it fills me up. Like I almost tear up every time I have a guest on my in the Soul Lounge because the wisdom that they share and, and that they are offering to the world is, is so beautiful. So um, it is a Facebook group at the moment, but I must say it is actually growing into something much more and I haven't shared a lot about that vision just yet because it's still – sort of being percolated and refined behind the scenes. Um, but I do now have a co-host, Andrew Eggleton. So there's two of us um, hosting the Soul Lounge. And, you know, it's it's something that is actually going to go global and go much bigger than a, than a Facebook group. Mm, I think I really intuited that about it being bigger. Um, so for people who don't really understand what the sort of Facebook group things are like what can you just describe like what what takes place in that sort of soul lounge that you've created on the Facebook group yeah well like how people participate and what happens there and you know not everyone is that familiar and maybe they'd like to be more involved yeah sure well what happened was when I was reviewing my Facebook group, I was like, well, what are the reasons why people are in Facebook groups? You know, if, if someone's in business, they're usually in Facebook groups because they actually do want to attract people to their work. They want to attract new clients to what it is that they're doing. Um, and I see that there's usually kind of two ways that Facebook groups play out. There's one where, you know, there's a leader of that group and it really is about them and their work and um, helping to support the people that are in there. But sometimes there's a few restrictions around, you know, how much they can promote themselves and that sort of thing, which is completely fine. Like there's no right or wrong way of doing a Facebook group. Um, this, what I really dipped into was the fact that I knew that people wanted to share their wares. They want to share their blogs. They want to share about themselves. They want to attract people to their work. So um, basically I've got two guests that come in each week to either share on a topic about personal development or share on a topic about business strategy uh, to really help people in the entrepreneurial world basically because I do feel that um, you know, when we're creating our businesses, it is the biggest personal development journey you'll ever embark upon. Like there's no doubt in my mind, like I've done plenty of personal development and done plenty of courses in my time, but I've never learned so much as I have from my, my own business. Um, and to actually get different perspectives on these topics as well. I think, um, I really enjoy the fact that it's got men and women in it and that we're all learning from each other. I make sure that there's a really nice balance between the two because, I think we are here to learn from each other in the different ways that we think and the different ways that we experience life and those sorts of things. So basically, um, you know, with the guest calls, they ca you can come on and you can actually join them live. You don't need to sign up or anything like that and you can ask them questions and then, you know, to access recordings, there is a sign-up process that happens um, with that. But 
you know, I wanted to create an opportunity. If someone really wanted to learn something, um, really needs some help in that, in that moment, you know, there's two opportunities during the week to actually do that. And then on top of that, you know, I've got the day where you can share your blogs, you know, videos are always really welcome um, for people to share about themselves and what they do. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's, it's a really beautiful group because I'm a member and um, it really does offer a lot for uh, building your business. And I think I want to go back to that whole point about it being the the biggest personal development that you could enter into doing an online business or any kind of entrepreneurial business because the bottom line of that is getting to know who you are and then being able to express that. And um, in your in your submission form for the to being a guest, you talked about that a little bit about how you love to work with people and help them just be who they are and all their quirkiness. And can you just expand on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, I think you know everybody is unique. You know, I love brilliant misfits. I love what you stand for in terms mm-hmm. of you know everybody is different and if you're feeling different, it's almost like you're one step ahead of the game because there are things that are different about you. And I really believe that uh, the more you can play with that and the more that you can bring that out in in your business, the more fun you're actually going to have and the more you will step out and be seen um, for what it is that you're creating. Um, Although it's almost easier said than done (laughs) because Mm. a lot of the time, you know, if you have felt that way, uh, you know, as you're growing up or, you know, all that sort of thing that you can start to build these belief systems that, you know, you're not good enough or people won't like you or they judge you and, and all those sorts of things. So um, I really think that it's important to have a safe space to do some unraveling to, you know, like when you create your business, you're going to come up against, you know, uh, glass ceilings and those hurdles to get you to the next level. But it's not about just breaking through them and getting to that next level. It actually means you've got to go a bit deep. Like you've you've got to look at stuff that you may not particularly even want to go to. Um, But the more that, you know, you can be willing and open to go to those spaces, um, everything can really start to transform around you in your business but also everywhere in your life, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, And on that note, I want to – because I know that you're – you're very spiritual in your business coaching and mentoring. And that doesn't really necessarily come through, even though it's called soul lounge for entrepreneurs. (laughs) But um, I just wanted to tap into a little bit about your background. So how everything kind of wove together in this beautiful tapestry of where you are now, um, creating this wonderful opportunity for people to get to know who they are and create successful businesses but how did that start for you? Like, how did you start out in in your life? And was there like a moment or some situation that was really highlighted that you that sort of pulled you into the path that you're on now? Or maybe there were several things. Yeah, I think um, I love it. I always love when you you know you look back at your life and you can see how it's all intertwined. Like, there's so many things from when I was a child that are now playing out in my life now and in my business. And on some level, I wish that I just sort of had followed that path the whole way through because it's like, well, what could you have created in that time? Um, But also, you know, we all go on our own journey to discover more about ourselves as well. So um, 
when I was growing up, I was uh, definitely very creative. I would spend hours in my room, um, you know, painting and drawing. Um, I also am a very spiritual person. I used to spend my school holidays, you know, reading through astrology books and doing tea leaf readings and all those sorts of things as well. So that that part of me has always been there and um, I've always really enjoyed it, but I could never figure out. I remember, you know, when people are like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, I could never figure out exactly what that, I couldn't give a name to what that that was. Um, and then I guess I, that's when I sort of got taken off path a little bit because, you know, you start joining, you know, what society says that you should be doing and you need to earn money and all those sorts of things. Um, a big time in my life was when I turned 28, between 28 and 30, which is the Saturn return, I believe, is what they call it. And because um, I'm not an astrologer or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I remember uh, I went to my grandmother's house in Canberra. That's where I grew up. And I was, you know, just was there for lunch. And she was getting rid of one of her big bookshelves that was full of books. And she said to me, oh, do you want to go and have a look and see if you want anything? And there were all these old books like from the 50s or 60s or something, you know, not very inspiring looking to me. And I thought, oh, there's not going to be anything here. And my family's Latvian and I thought, oh, half of them are probably Latvian books anyway. Uh, but I went up and I had a look and I was blown away because there was a whole um, series of astrology books. There was face reading books. There was um, yoga teachings like about 20 of these books of all of these things that I'd been interested in and I had absolutely no idea that that was what my family had kind of come from. And these were actually my great-grandmother's books. So they weren't actually my grandmother's but my great-grandmother's. Oh. And all of a sudden it was like, wow, this is this is in my family, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they've been doing this for quite a while. Oh, um, yeah. I, could, I had tingles when you said that. Like I could feel that sort of lineage, you know, and um, I think we do have that and often, you know, there's these things that happen to us and we go, I don't know why I, I did this, but, you know, I just felt like I had to do that. And it's almost like we have this destiny in a way and we're just being called and we're flowing along it and we think we're in control of it all, but actually there's something much bigger that is helping us along. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because I, I just remember going, what? And I just grabbed them all. I was like, I'm taking these books home. <laughs> like, and they've been my prized possession ever since. It was almost like because I've moved quite a lot and – those books, they just, they mean more than photos to me. Like, because it does, it feels like a real lineage, as you're saying, and like that connection to my heritage, to my family roots, to, you know, what it is that I'm supposed to be doing here. Mm. Um, you know, and that was before I even studied psychosomatics, like before I even became a face reader and, and all of that sort of thing. Um, that information was like in my hands, if you know what I mean, in a different format. I do, so, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that how that sort of plays out in our lives. And I hear it from stories from different women and, you know, things happen and it's just, yeah, it's there. It's all, it's already there. And we're just sort of discovering it as we live our lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. I love it. I love it when it just, for me, it's confirmation that you're on track. Mm. It's confirmation that you know, you're not crazy that you want to do something that's a bit woo-woo or something. Like, you know, like you are actually here to share wisdom and to and to help other people. So um mm, that so sounds like a really good tip. Let's let's 
Let's expand that a little bit for the listeners mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we do ignore certain things like that, little threads and, um, you know, just give that, say that again and maybe, you know, it's just such an important thing that the confirmation that we can get um, from life that will keep yeah. us on our path. I think the signs and synchronicities, mm-hmm. don't ignore them. Like really don't ignore them. The amount of time, you know, whether it's, that you've bumped into somebody or, um, you know, however that plays out. It might even be that books start jumping out at you or you hear a like music is a big one for me. Like I find it amazing like I'll sort of be feeling a certain way and then a song will start blaring on the radio or somewhere that's reflective of what, what I'm kind of going through at that time. Um, all of these things need to be taken into consideration in everyday life because we – Everything is connected. We are connected to the universe. The universe is reflecting back of what's going on inside for us. And the more that you can pick up on these subtleties and these little messages of things that are happening around you, it's guiding you to get to that next, not the next best place, that's probably not the right way to word it, but just to um, allow you to become a better person and to really shine your light in the way that you're meant to be doing that here um that's probably the best way I can Mm. yeah and it goes back to what you spoke of about you know the whole journey of life but especially in in building a business is all about unraveling and um having that willingness to go deep and it can be really scary so part of what makes it not so scary is to have that sort of openness and excitement to look for the signs and synchronicities in your life and and really follow them like you say yeah yeah and it's something that can't be forced as well (laughs) which is like you know um because I can be very impatient and I have been very impatient in my life and you know even this morning I had a realization that with the soul lounge and the way that it's now being created I'm really playing like I'm playing a lot and I haven't felt that joy or that playfulness in my life for a really, really long time. Um, and in fact, I wrote a newsletter about it this morning. The last time I felt like this was when I was about 22 and I was sort of carefree and I was just going for it and, I, and the world seemed like this totally inspiring place that anything could happen and I could create anything that I wanted to. Um, but then I, I experienced um in the work that I was in, the, the company got taken over and, you know, someone came in that I didn't know and she was like, oh, we don't think you're very good at what you're doing. And, you know, there was all that sort of thing played out and it really squashed my confidence and squashed my self-worth and and all those sorts of things where I started questioning myself. And it's kind of been like that started when I was around 22, 23 and, you know, now I'm 38 and I just had this moment this morning going, oh, my God, I finally – found that real spark of life inside of me that was hidden for such a long time Um, so it's important to know that in the unraveling process you will go through like it's almost like a quiet time like that's what I feel like has happened since I was 30 at least a quiet time of unraveling being um, nurturing towards yourself doing everything that you need to do to make yourself feel safe to go to those places to experience new experiences in a different way and eventually you will come back like you'll come back to that place of truth 
that place of light, uh, that place of fun and excitement about what it is that you're creating because when you're creating business, a business, sometimes it can feel really hard and heavy um, but I think that process is the one that's going to lead you to that place of more enlightenment in your business. Mm. That makes sense. So yeah. well said, so well mm. said because I think um, in a way uh, you're talking a little bit about mindset and the only way we can ever really have a shift in the way we're thinking and seeing things is to to create space and to have some play in our life. It just kind of shakes it up and it just gives it room to like look at things differently. Like, you know, even the simplest things, like I woke up this morning and I looked at my list and and then it just hit me like, okay, I can look at this list of things I want to do and get done. And I can look at it like, oh, this is a this is a task. You know, each thing is a task and it does have that heaviness. Or I can say, I love my business. I love what I'm doing in my life. And all of these things can be fun if I approach it that way. It's just really, in a way, a decision that you make about how you're going to, um, you know, operate and how you're going to un- let things unfold. You know, they're yes. either going to feel heavy or they're either going to feel light and playful. And it, and, and the thing is, is that they don't change. It's like, I'm the one that's changing <laughs> how I yeah. look at it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it, and it's about giving yourself permission to actually play with it too. Like sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like, well, no, this is a list. It's supposed to be <laughs> like done. <laughs> it's like leftover from the industrial revolution where, you know, you punch the clock and then you just like this robot going for it, getting things done. And, you know, it's like we don't have to do it like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. So it- – you're talking about, um, you know, having coming back to that place of play and joy and um, and really back to your spirit. And um, I know that where you're living right now is is Bali. And do you think that has had a, a an influence on you? And what was that calling to to go and live in Bali in the first place? Mm, yes, like this this island is very very special, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that. Um, I have come here for a reason to be able to explore this other side of myself. Mm. Um, how come I came here? You know, Bali had never actually been on my hit list. It wasn't really a place that um, I was drawn to at all, only because I, you know, I don't really like touristy kind of drunken places, mm. <laughs> if, you that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and I, but I didn't know about the rest of it. I didn't know about its culture. I didn't know about the entrepreneurial community. I didn't know about a lot of things. And um, I found out about that through some people that I knew. And I remember the day that I made the decision, actually. Like I'm one of those people that when I make a decision, I just kind of go for it. And, you know, I was – struggling with my business. I was working part-time in a job that I, you know, wasn't really fulfilling me in any way. And um, I just felt resentful towards it because it kept pulling me away from what I really wanted to be working on. And when I found out that it was kind of cheaper to live in Bali and, uh, you know, there were people here that could help me with my business, I, you know, it just seemed like a bit of a no-brainer. And then I also thought, well, what's the worst that could happen? I could always just come back to Australia if I had to. Um, so I came over and, yeah, it's nearly been two years now and, you know, I am going to set up a home here um, because I just realised that I haven't actually been, I don't know, I never actually committed to being here. 
Mm. It's really interesting. You know, I sort of was like, oh, I'm going to come here and I'm just going to sort my business out and sort myself out. Uh, but then I've realized that this is actually, this does feel like home and it is a place that I can feel nurtured and my creativity really comes out and I've got time and space to do the things that I really want to do. Um, it's really been pivotal in my in my business growth, absolutely. And, um, you know, Bali, I love Bali also because there's, uh, there's this beautiful um, culture and spirituality. Um, you know, some people don't like to use the word spirituality, but I don't know what else to use, so I'm going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, there is this real depth of connection from the heart and um, – I think it just touches anyone who actually goes there, if they're open for it, that they will experience that. And when you were in Bali, I, I know that you came up with, um, you know, different programs that had to do with the chakra system, which is, mm-hmm. you know, a very ancient um, system through yoga. And But you did a really creative thing with that. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so... Um... When I did arrive in Bali, I had to face a lot of my fears and a lot of emotional stuff that kept rising to the surface, um, you know, to keep myself afloat and to keep myself supported. And um, and so I was trying to do that with my business. And one day I was dipping into that space of fear again, like, you know, how am I going to pay for this bill that's coming up and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I was, But I was really tired of going to that place because it was very paralyzing, very debilitating um, I just felt knocked around when it would happen. And then I realized I really needed to tap into all the training that I had experienced in the, you know, in the years prior to that. Um, psychosomatic therapy is what I'm trained in and it's very much um, based on the chakra system. And I realized if I actually just sort of um, detached myself from the emotions that I was feeling in that moment, not pushing them down but just detaching myself from it and saying, okay, let's get a little bit practical about this and let's go to the the chakra system. What's the first one? Well, it's the base chakra. So the base chakra is about feeling supported and I was feeling supported in my life like I had a place to live, I had a beautiful community that I was in. Um, It was just the cash flow that wasn't happening. And then I thought, well, my business is going to have a base chakra. What do I need? What foundations does my business need to make sure that I can really grow and thrive with that. Um, and that's when I was like, right, the base chakra, it's about your ideal customer. It's about having a plan. It's about having clear goals. Like, you know, all these things sound really simple, but it's something that we can sometimes just miss because we go straight to the promotion or straight to the, well, what can I offer next? And, you know, all those sorts of things. Whereas when I actually stopped and had a look and went, okay, let's just get this really clear and right first and then take it to the next step. So that's how the business chakra system was created and it is a program that I run now um, where I take my people through the chakra system of business, both the emotional side of things but how that actually connects to your business, you know, whether it be branding or how you promote it, your communication, all those sorts of things. Mm, Because um, really it makes sense because there's no difference. I mean, as an entrepreneur, really, your business is you. So there is yes. that sort of, this is my business and this is me. It's kind of one and the same it, thing. So it, it makes sense that, you know, you work on your own emotional body and clearing and whatnot. And, and your business has that space to grow and expand as you do. 
Exactly. And mm. it really helps to kind of look at what is working for you and what isn't and what lights you up and what doesn't. Like, you know, not there's not one business. If there are businesses out there that are operating in exactly the same way, I'd be really interested to know what how the owners are really feeling about it mm. because there is no right or wrong way. There's lots of different strategies that you can use um, and things like that. But, you know, you need to be creating it like the business model, the way that you create your business you, needs to light you up. If it doesn't light you up, it's not going to work, you know. So, No, I wouldn't look, think you could sustain it because if it's not lighting you up, then you're just going to get tired of it, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, and go through burnout, which is exactly what happened to me earlier this year, you know. Yeah. And yeah. what what was the thing that actually turned that around, Mel? Like what turned around, you know, from being burnt out? Was it just being burnt out and then just having that space to allow something else to unfold or did you do something actively to change that around? Yeah, so um, basically I, I got quite sick so I was in bed quite a lot so I was watching lots of movies but um (laughs) I also I just know like when I had the vision for the soul lounge like my heart lit up and I was like that's like it I just I know the feeling I get inside of me when something is is the right thing however I did have to uh be mindful that my head was going well how on earth is that going to work? You know, how are you going to make money out of that? Like all of those sorts of questions started popping up. Yeah. But the pull and the inspiration that I felt about what it was I was about to create, not knowing exactly how it was going to play out, but fully trusting that that was the right way to go um, and still having to do that now even um, is so, so important and that is the difference mm. because through following that, other opportunities have opened, you know. I love what you just said. I'm just like jumping out of my chair because <laughs> <laughs> I come across this time and time again and I, I think it's so important that we embrace it because sometimes we think we just need to know every nut and bolt before we do anything and really the process is is that we get things, we feel it in the body and it says, yes, and you trust that and then you don't know. You you really have to enter that space of not knowing how it's actually going to unfold, but you trust it. You trust it and you just keep going with the feeling and the belief in this, this idea or whatever it is that came to you and it does reveal itself. So it's that it's- moment of just being in that space of not knowing and trusting. It's so important. Uh-huh. And the way that it can open up to you mm. is just – you can't even imagine like you really like and I'm sure it's even happening with your podcast and things like that like when you just step into that you know follow that desire you the benefits that you receive from it uh more than what you would imagine Mm. in all sorts of ways Mm. yeah love that I love it because um there's such a drive in us to know, like we want to know. And that's a great drive because it, it takes us to how we're going to do things eventually. But there has to be that little space between something dropping in and you get this, oh, this lightness and this idea and this excitement and then entering into the space of, well, I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know how that's going to play out and trusting it and just just stay with it, you know. Don't worry about how much time. It's just going to come. It will come. 
And yep. um, I think it's a it's it's a magical process. Actually, it really feels magical when you embrace it. It does, mm. and it's hard to explain to mm. someone that's been to that space before. I, th- I feel because it is a it really is a magical space. Mm. I don't even know what words to describe it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we've given uh, like so much beautiful. You've just like imparted so much wisdom today. I'm just blown away, and I'm I'm sure the listeners are just um, thrilled at what you're sharing. But if you could just now, like, hold the hands of our listeners and say, "This is one thing I want to offer to you today to help you on your path of being unique, being who you are, and shining your light." What would you say, Mel? I would say to be seen and be heard. Like it's up to you and it's your responsibility to take those opportunities to stand up, whether it be on a stage, whether it be in an interview, whether it be on Facebook, to be seen and to actually share your message because we can't hear you if we can't see you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's and it's not about just yeah basically getting out of your own way like if you're not feeling confident with that know that that's not truth that's just something that you're feeling at that point in time because every single person has a space on that stage every single person has a a space on the online world you know whatever it is that you know that you're wanting to achieve for yourself like you deserve the space and you um, can hold that space and you can share your wisdom through that Mm, beautiful yeah it really is about getting out of our own way and I think um, there's so much support now today Um, your group Soul Lounge for Entrepreneurs is an incredibly supportive group my group Brilliant Misfits is the same thing if Mm. you're scared to really be seen and be heard but you know that that's the next step for you and that you need to do that to grow uh, grow in your life grow in your business then you know become a member of some of the groups, you'll be just completely blown out at, at how much love and support is there for what you're doing. And um, I know for myself, it's just changed me immensely in the last year. Mm. And the thing is, sorry, can I add one more thing? Do we of have time? Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we're all human. Like, you know, if you look up to business mentors or people who are successful and they they started out where you're where you might be feeling right now like we all had to start somewhere and we are all human and we all make mistakes and we all stuff up and we all make fun of ourselves like so take the take the um I don't know it's like take that charge out of it of that person is successful so they're up here like just bring yourself to the same level and know that they're human and you're human and we're all here to support each other um, you know, to really help each other shine. Mm, I could cry right now just hearing that because I believe in that so much. Um, mm. I know that everyone knows the truth of that, that, that we really are here to um, support each other, to help each other, to be the best expression of who we are in the world. Mm. Yeah. And so, Melanie, can you tell us, like, if someone wants to connect with you, what what's the best way that they can do that? Yeah, so... Um, 
at the moment there's the Soul Lounge for Entrepreneurs Facebook group. I'm in there actively so you can message me on Facebook. Um, also, I have my website which is seedtosoul.com.au and very soon uh, we're going to have the Soul Lounge event. Oh, no, it's going to be called soulloungeevents.com is going to be released. So that will really be showcasing all of our guests and things that we have on there as well. Oh, that's so exciting. And I'm going it's to have all of the links on the show notes. So um, you can always just go to the show, the, the show notes and uh, the links will be up. Perfect. Beautiful. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Mel, before we say goodbye? Oh, I'd just like to say big thank you to you, Aisha. I love your work and what you stand for. I have always admired uh, the way that you communicate, the way, you know, your energy, everything. Because I think I've, I don't know how long I've known you online for, quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say that I'm, it uh, makes me feel so good so joyful inside to see you doing this because I know that um, your voice, I've always said I've loved your voice and I always wanted to hear it on a podcast and I think that your wisdom is so special and inspires so many women as well So and men. But, um, you know, your creative essence and what you bring to the table in that space is just amazing. So thank you and I feel totally honoured that um, I have been on your show. Oh, Melanie, thank you so much. Blessings to you, and I'm so happy that you agreed to be on the show. Thank you so much, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. So grateful to have Melanie Middigs on the show, the episode today. Uh, she's just incredibly creative, and I wanted her on Artful Month. August was planned to be my Artful Month and interview artists, and I think the term artist really needs to be broadened out. It's not just about people in the visual arts or, you know, music, dance, um, painting, drawing. Really, we can use the term artist with any creative endeavor. And if you're really into creating a business and working with people and you're a business mentor and you're really creative in how you do that, you're an artist in my book. And I would love that we expand the definition of artist. So I'm totally grateful that Melanie was able to come on this month and share her creativity and her view of building an online business, which is really essentially just unraveling who you are and really being able to shine brightly. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.